0: God bless you guys in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you guys for tuning in on another Thursday evening. As you guys can probably tell, my sister is not with me today unfortunately. Gigi is not feeling well. Her throat is kind of just feeling off today. So, if you guys wanted to pray for her, that would be amazing. Um but obviously I don't want to just leave you guys with no episode this week. So, um i just want to go ahead and speak on a study that i have done before um so here's a little backstory Um, i'm gonna be speaking on tattoos today and the reason is because i wanted a tattoo as soon as i turned 18 i am 18 now but i wanted a tattoo and at first my parents were like no 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 you don't know what you're doing um it's not of god you um it's in the Bible, it says you can't get a tattoo, da da da, you know. You know, the parents lecture about why you can't get tattoos. Um, but I was very persistent about it, and I was like, I really, really want one. So today we're gonna do a study on tattoos, and I'm just gonna read to you guys my study, talk with you guys about my study, and just give you guys some insight on what the word of God says. So before we get into it, I just wanna pray Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, for all that you do in my life, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for everyone who is tuning in today, Father God, just to listen. Father God, just to tune in to what we have to say, God. Unfortunately, Gigi is not with us today, Father God. So I just pray that you just heal her throat, Father God. Heal whatever in her body is not feeling well, God. We come against and break every sickness and disease right now in Jesus' name. We claim healing and a healthy body right now in the name of Jesus. And we We claim that tomorrow she will feel so, so much better, and that next week she will be with us in Jesus' name. Father God, I pray that tonight you help me, Father God. Give me words of wisdom to speak to the audience, to speak to my brothers and sisters, to speak to your children, Father God. I can't do this alone, so I pray that you help me tonight, Father God. Bring this word in the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way. Amen. Amen so where should we start so um tattoos what is a tattoo um all my life i always thought tattoo just a needle in your skin and it's true rumors confirmed it's true a tattoo is inserting tiny needles into your skin which is also called the epidermis it's the layer right before the dermis which is a deeper layer of the skin and the the tiny needles go from 50 to about 3,000 times per minute just poking your skin if you think about that like that it's like whoa like okay (laughs) Let's, let's slow this down so you're telling me that three thousand times per minute, that a tiny needle is being inserted into my skin. On my skin. it's so crazy to me. Like the, but yes, and then the needles are loaded with dye. There are different colors that you can get, but I think that's a recent thing though. Like, actually no, I, that's wrong because back then people were getting colored tattoos. Yeah, I think now it's just a trend that people are getting like red ink tattoos, which is, which I thought was really cute. Um. If you guys didn't know, I do have a tattoo right now. It's not red ink. I wanted red ink, but then I was like, "Mm, I don't know. (laughs) I think I'm going to get black. I'm going to just stay safe. I'm going to stay, you know, in that range because I want what everything, I want what I wear to match my tattoo too. And I know red is not going to be a big deal, but like, I don't know. I just feel like black suited me better for this one. As I was studying this topic, I wanted to definitely go into the Word and see what the Word had to say about tattoos. So, here are some verses that I came up with. Um, I have about, I don't know, I'm looking at it, maybe about like 12. But I'm going to read one, two, three. I'm going to read 4 today. Maybe a little bit more, but we're going to start with 4. So, the first one here is 2 Corinthians 3, 7 to 11. No, no, no sorry second corinthians 3 7 and 11 and i'm reading all of this in nlt the new living translation so it says here verse 7 the old way with laws etched in stone led to death though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face, for his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already fading away. So that verse right there, keep that in mind, right? I'm going to read 11, verse 11. So if the old way, which has been replaced, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new? which remains forever so let's think about that a bit that was a lot that was a lot it may not have made sense to you but the old way right with laws etched in stone is what the nlt says led to death the laws that were etched in stone led to death though it began with such glory That the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face. Moses' face shone so bright with the glory of God that people couldn't even look at it. That just goes to show you how great God's glory is. And how great God's glory was upon Moses. But in verse 11 it affirms that so if the old way was glorious. How much more glorious is the new which remains forever. Let's not forget, it says, So if the old way which has been replaced was glorious, how much more glorious is the new, which remains forever? This means that the old ways are gone. And if we look in Leviticus 19.28, which I probably should have read before, this is what it says in NLT, Do not cut your bodies for the dead and do not mark your skin with tattoos. I am the Lord. I circled, I am the Lord. Because in these days, um, the nations in the land of Canaan used tattoos and piercings as a part of their religion. God told Israel not to take part because it was a warning for the Hebrews to stay away from pagan practices. This is why he says, I am the Lord, because they would use it to worship false gods or false idols. So that's why he said, I am the Lord. In KJV, this verse says, ye shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. It says it again in KJV. And then MSG, the message version says, don't gash your bodies on behalf of the dead. Don't tattoo yourselves. I am God. All of these verses end with God affirming who he is. So, let's take a deeper dive into Leviticus. Sorry if this is too much for you. I know, I'm really passionate about this. But, the author of Leviticus is Moses, right? And Moses was the intermediary between God and the people before the coming of Jesus. Which is what we were going to get into later on right but the audience of Leviticus was the people of Israel and the purpose of Leviticus is that it's a handbook for the Levites outlining their priestly duties in worship and it's a guidebook of holy living for the Hebrews again there's that holy living there's that don't follow the pagan practices this is what pagans do you are to do this right the laws it's all about the laws so keep that in mind we're going to 2 Corinthians 6, 6. So if you want to flip to there, I'm reading from NLT again. So 2 Corinthians 6, 6. We prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, by the Holy Spirit within us and by our sincere love. I love this verse so much because it just goes to show you that purity is on the inside. And last week we talked about modesty and how it, it's from within. And it will manifest outside. But it starts within. It starts with your character. It starts with the Holy Spirit inside of you. And purity is reflected by the Holy Spirit inside of us. So when people try to tell you you can't get tattoos because that's not golly. That's sinful. It's not of God. How can you tell me I'm sinful if our purity comes from within, not about our appearance? Now, I'm not saying that so you can get a tattoo of an upside down cross. Hear me out. I'm saying that because it is not the laws alone that proves that we are saved. It is not by what we look like that prove that we are saved. And I'm just reaffirming what we said last week. But it's about character. It's about who you are inside. Who is God to you? And who are you reflecting God to be to somebody else? How does someone else see who God is within you? So we prove our purity and our understanding, our patience, our kindness by the Holy Spirit within us and by our sincere love. Okay, let's remember that. Another verse I wanna mention is 1 John 3.21. Um, this one's about conviction. So if you wanna to flip to that, super quick. 1 John 3.21 in NLT, Dear friends, if we do not feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. I love this verse so much. Let me breathe, cause I'm so passionate right now. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. And this is how I'm interpreting this, is that if we do not have conviction, because believe it or not, conviction is that guilty feeling, okay? Conviction is that, that, oh, it could be good or bad conviction. It could be, I feel like I have to do this, or I feel like I can't do that at all, because the Holy Spirit within me is telling me no, or the Holy Spirit within me is telling me do this, or don't do that. But if we don't feel guilty... We can come to God with bold confidence. And I want to emphasize this because I want to let you guys know um, that before I got my tattoo, I came to God and I, I said, God, I want this tattoo. And I didn't feel guilty about it. So I did come to God with bold confidence. But again, it all depends on conviction. If you feel convicted not to get a tattoo, if you feel convicted not to get your ears pierced, or dye your hair, or cut your hair, cut your nails, shave your beard, whatever it is, then don't do it. But if you do not feel guilty, is what the word of God says. If you do not feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. So that's exactly what I did. I came to God with bold confidence and said, God, I want this. Because God listens to the desires of our heart. And it's okay to come to God and tell him what you want. It's okay. He's not going to condemn you. If you ask, if you tell him what you want, he wants us to be honest and open with him. So I told him that I wanted a tattoo and I and I did. I fasted, I prayed about it and I, I just said, God, but the key to the prayer is not, God, I want this, amen. No, 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 no. The key to prayer is God, I want this, but let your will be done. You always have to remember that when you pray, ask God for his will to be done, not ours. Because at the end of the day, our way may seem right to us, But God sees from a bird's eye view. And he can see where that's going to end us in. And we don't want to just have our way all the time. So that's why I prayed and I said, God, I want this. But I want your will to be done. So, again, conviction. Think about it. Pray about it. Well, less thinking, more praying, actually. Pray about it. Fast about it. You know, if you want a piercing. If you want a tattoo and in churches that don't allow those things we need to stop condemning we need to stop judging others based on what they look like basically in the church we that's not our job our job is really to show the love of God spread the gospel and at the end of the day the Holy Spirit will deal with them it is not our job to condemn somebody because at the end of the day that's how people leave church if you condemn them as soon as they get into the church and say, "Hey, you're wearing pants. What are you doing here? You're wearing pants. You're wearing you're wearing earrings. What are you doing? You're wearing jewelry. What are you doing? Your hair is pink." It makes them feel like they don't belong. And that's the opposite of what God wants. God wants us to spread his kingdom. Not limit it. Um moving on. If we look in Galatians 3:19, Galatians 3.19 NLT. Why then was the law given? It was given alongside the promise to show people their sins. But the law was designed to only last until the coming of the child who was promised. God gave his law through angels to Moses who was the mediator between God and the people. Boom. I can end this episode right here. Just giving you guys Galatians 3.19. Galatians 3.19 tells us why the law was given. If you keep telling someone you can't get a tattoo because of Leviticus 19.28. Do not cut your bodies for the dead. Do not mark your skin with tattoos. I am the Lord. Okay, right? But why was the law given? That's the bigger question. Why was it given? It was given alongside the promise to show people their sins it shows us how sinful we are the law just shows us how sinful we are as people and god gave the law to moses through angels so god would so moses was the mediator between god and the people but here, here's the key phrase. But the law was designed to last only until the coming of the child who was promised. Now, ask, now answer this for me. Who is the child who was promised? It's Jesus. Jesus fulfilled the law. The law is no longer. The law is replaced as we saw in 2 Corinthians. The law is replaced. It is no longer. Now the mediator between God and the people is Jesus, and he sacrificed himself for all of that. So now we don't need to condemn others about if they're wearing a skirt or pants or cut their hair, dyed their hair, got a tattoo, piercings. Stop condemning others on what they wear. You know what? I just feel like we need to do an episode on legalism. You know, we keep talking about it. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite verses as well. Galatians 3:19 because it just it just tells us why the law was given. Oh my gosh. Can I read you guys verse 21 really quick? Ready? Is there a conflict then between God's law and God's promises? Absolutely not. If the law could give us new life, we could be made right with God by obeying it. But the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin. So we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ so that just further tells you that the scriptures declare we all sin we all fall short of the glory of God so the law itself is not gonna get us to heaven we cannot base someone's Christianity we cannot base someone's salvation based on the law because the law is no longer and we have to remember that as Christians so For those who don't know, I got a tattoo, and it says moment. And it's because it's based on my favorite scripture in the Bible, Matthew 6, 27. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? They can't. And I love this verse so much because growing up, my dad, he's very psychological. And very, like, in tune with the mind, and like, honestly, he's a big motivation for me, and the- probably one of the biggest reasons why I'm studying psychology right now in college. Um, because if we think about it, that we think so much, we think about how we're going to make it to tomorrow or why did we do that yesterday or why did we do that two hours ago God's never going to forgive us because we did that yesterday but that's not the truth those are all worries and doubts and the Bible says Jesus says can all your worries put together can all of them add a single moment to your life because that tells me we have to live in the present moment. We can't live in the past. We can't live in the future because we are no longer there or we are not there yet. What good is it going to do to us if we live in the future or in the past? Living in the present allows us to be in tune with the Holy Spirit and say, God, what do you want from me right now? Not what do you want from me tomorrow. Not what, do you, what did you want from me yesterday. What, did you, what do you want from me right now? Because right now is all I have. We don't know when Jesus is coming. Right now is all we have. And that's the reason I got this tattoo moment. And I think that's a, another big thing is that people get tattoos for foolish reasons. And that's, um, you know, it's hard to draw the line sometimes. Because yes, tattoos are not a sin. It's really more conviction, if anything. But you don't want to get a foolish tattoo and say, oh, don't worry, it's because tattoos are not a sin. We don't want to do that because at the end of the day, God does tell us to be modest. If we are Christians, let us reflect Christianity in everything that we do. Everything that we do, it should be for the glory of God. So if you're going to get a tattoo, don't get a tattoo of something foolish and have a conversation with God. Ask him, is this something that you want me to do? Or is this going to conflict with your will in my life? It doesn't hurt to ask God that. And if anything, he wants you to come to him and ask him about your desires and ask him for you to desire what he desires for you. And I think that's just something that a lot of christians struggle to understand and i can say that because even in like my um family and even the environments where i grew up in and the churches that i grew up in that they didn't believe in tattoos they didn't didn't believe in stuff like this because they all said it's sin it's pure sin but do we ever take the time to look at the bible in context because as Christians, that is something that we need to do. And I will give credit to God and say thank you to God because he has created this generation with a calling to develop independent knowledge. Knowledge that doesn't just come from generations, not, oh, my parents said it, so we, so we have to do it. No, that stopped with this generation. This generation is saying, no, 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 no. Why do you say that? Is there a reason for that? Okay, but how does that correlate to this? And God just knows. God is so intentional. He knows exactly why he created us for this time. We are meant to be in this time. This is not a mistake. So I encourage all of you brothers and sisters to take the time and learn the word of God for yourself. Learn the word of God and Call on his name. Ask him, is this what you want for me? What does the scripture tell me? How can I apply this scripture to my life? Because if you don't ask God that and if you don't have those conversations and if you just read the Bible without any substance, without any prayer, it's 99 out of 100 times you're not going to understand what you're reading. And it's okay if you don't understand. That's why we go to God and ask him, what are you saying to me? And God will confirm in one way or another, but we have to be open. we have to be open to the holy spirit so So, if anything, here are some closing thoughts on this is that tattoos are not a sin, but if you do feel like tattoo is like not something for you, or if you feel off about getting one or want to get one, but you're contemplating, and it just comes with a bunch of confusion then that might be conviction, and you might just need to pray about it. But never, and I say this with so much authenticity, never ever disregard your conviction, because our conviction is our Holy Spirit telling us how to live life, and if we don't listen to him, we can end up in our corrupt ways. So, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, God, for this time. And I thank you, God, for just allowing me to speak to my brothers and sisters today about this topic that is very controversial even in the church. God, I pray that whoever was confused before this, God, that they got clarity throughout this episode because these words are from you and not from me in Jesus' name. God, let them take the good and leave the bad in Jesus' name. Let me take the good and leave the bad in Jesus' name. God, I pray that if anyone still has confusion, God, I pray that you show them what conviction is. Show them that the Holy Spirit gives us that conviction, God, and help them, help them to follow the, their conviction. I pray, O oh God, and I come before you today to ask for forgiveness for every time I innocently and knowingly sinned and went against your word. Teach me, God, to live righteously. Teach me to know the voice of the Spirit. Teach us to know the voice of the Spirit so that we will recognize conviction. Forgive us for mistaking our conviction for someone else's conviction. I pray, God, that from this moment forward, you provide me with wisdom. You provide us with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding before judging something or someone. I pray that you continue to help us understand that our conviction may be different from someone else's. And I pray that you continue to help us understand when a scripture, law, or rule applies to all or when it only applies to me or you. Jesus, thank you for giving me another day of life. Jesus, thank you for giving us another day of life. And thank you for allowing us to have this study. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. I'm not sure if I was really long-winded. Yep, I was long-winded today. Yep, mm-hmm, 29 minutes. That's insane. Um, I didn't think this was going to go so long. But, you know, God, I want God to have his way in these episodes. And I just want him to just... Use me and Gigi as vessels to speak to you guys and speak with you guys. Because at the end of the day, this is a conversation. We are not higher than you guys. We are not lower than you guys. At the end of the day, we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. So I pray that every single one of these episodes just continues to encourage your faith. and. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. God willing, Gigi will be back next week. And we will have a couple guests on this month. Hopefully, well, actually, this month is almost done. So if not this month, in April, um, we look forward to so much for this podcast. And we thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys. God bless you guys. And have a blessed evening.